hello, hello, spicy lady. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. This week's episode is going to get a little bit spicy. Going to bring a little bit of extra heat today, but I promise you I'll cool it off in the end. And I, I just hope, just like with every episode, but really today... I hope that you leave feeling courageous and I hope that you leave with thoughts that move you to feelings that move you to actions that, that get you where you want to go. And I hope today that you just leave with some really powerful, healthy, intentional thoughts that help move you forward and move you where you want to be. And, you know, I, I intentionally titled this episode, never have I ever, because that's a lot of what I see um, you know, in my own journey, but also it's a lot of what I see in new leaders and in women who are new business owners, or they're taking up their, they are stepping into a leadership position at work, or they have just decided that, Hey, now is the time where I want to grow and I want to become a better leader. And I want to use the gifts that have been given to me. Um, and, and I'm ready to do that. And a lot of times what I see is when women are right on the cusp of making big decisions and making pivots or, um, you know, right on the edge of deciding to do something that's going to really be a catalyst for a huge change and a huge benefit in their life, they get or we get in our heads and we, we tell ourselves, well, I've never done it before, so I probably won't be good at it. Or I don't know, I've just never done that before. And if you don't know me personally, or if you if this is the first episode you've listened to, one, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Um, I'm so, so glad you're here. And um, But if, you, if this is your first time listening, I am a distributor in a network marketing business. I have my own business where I sell health and wellness products. And then I also help other women do the same. I'm building a legacy for my family and I'm helping other women build legacies for their family. And a piece of my job, a piece of my business is selling products. And I have never intentionally, or um, I would even say never consciously sold before or been a saleswoman before. Now, now listen, when I say that we are always selling something, even if you are not in a sales position, you're always selling something. You're always telling somebody about your new favorite drink or food that you love, or this cleaning product that you found, or the newest technology that you must have. And not only you must have it, but they also need to have it. You're always selling something. If you pay, if you actually are conscious and aware of the conversations that you're having, you're always selling or upselling something in your life. But a piece of what I do in my business is selling products and, and helping uh, men and women, mainly women understand and um, their bodies a little bit better and help them to take care of their bodies um, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. The product side, definitely, you know, physically. And had I told myself the lie, I've never done it before, so I won't be good at it. I would never be where I am right now. I would never be sitting at my desk with a microphone in front of me, watching myself record a podcast episode and sharing it with you. Because the decision for me to join this business was a catalyst for an entire life change. And I do not put that lightly and I don't want to hone in on this today, but I just want you to know that had I told myself that lie and had I believed that lie, because don't get it twisted. I probably, my mind entertained that thought. I won't even say probably, I know for a fact that my mind entertained the thought of like, Oh, well, you might not be good at this because You've never done it before. That's a lot of what I personally run into when I'm having conversations with other women who are interested in joining me and building legacies for their family and, you know, and earning a side income and building this business. I also have women who, you know, are stepping into their twenties, maybe mid twenties, late twenties, you know, who are my age 
who have never had to have, who have never had to pay attention to the food that they're eating before. They've never had to be aware of the things that they're putting in their body because up until this point, it really, that they could tell never affected them. So I also have people that come to me and say, well, I've never done a detox before, or, you know, I've never eaten healthy before, or I've never changed my diet before or whatever. You know, I, I have some people, well, I've never dieted before, but you're always dieting. Just so you know, your diet is the menu that you eat. You, everybody in the world is on a diet. We're all dieting. We're all eating something. Your diet is your menu. So, you know, they come to me and they say, well, I've never done a detox before. I've never stuck to a health plan or I've never even had to eat healthy. I've never had to eat foods that are fueling for my body. I don't know how to do this. I don't think, I don't, I don't know if this is for me because I've never had to do this before. And I'm like, well, that one, isn't that the point? Because you want to make a change in your life. In order to make the change that you want in your life, you're going to have to start making some changes in your life. And two, anything that you are currently good, good at, talented at, master of whatever in your life right now, there was a point in your life when you had never done it before. Not only was there a point in your life where you are a beginner, but there was a point in your life where you had never even attempted it. So for example, let's take a college basketball player. Um, Kansas Jayhawks just won the national championship, right? They're on this big stage. It's this team of young men. Let's not forget that these are all men ages 18 to 22 for the most part. There was a time in every single person's life that was on that court that they had never touched a basketball. I don't know when they started playing basketball. I didn't start playing basketball till I was about eight years old. And I, w- I was a college basketball player, not like a big, you know, NCAA division one. I'm not all that. Let me just tell you. But I was, you know, college basketball player. There was a point in my life where I had never picked up a basketball before. And I know that's so simple, but sometimes it's the simple things that we need to be reminded of or the simple things that we need to learn to start recognizing how silly our thoughts are. Because if you are somebody who you are being presented with an opportunity and you are scared that you're going to fail because you've never done it before, one, failure is part of the equation. And the only way that failure is not good for you is if you allow the failure to one, you don't learn from it, or two, you allow the failure to get you so caught up in negative thoughts that you quit. So I just want you to know that if fear of failure is the reason that you're holding yourself back, failure is part of the equation whenever you try anything new. Again, let's go back to the basketball analogy. There were plenty of times when I missed layups or I couldn't dribble or the ball got stolen or I bounced it off my foot or I you know, clanked it off the rim. I still do that today. I'm very, very rusty. But even in my prime, even when I was the best basketball player that I ever was or will be in my life, there were still moments where I quote unquote failed. I missed a layup. I didn't play defense well. I made a stupid foul. I probably, you know, was popping off at the mouth of the ref, whatever it is. If you are telling yourself the lie that you're not going to be good at it because you've never done it before, that is a limiting belief. That is you limiting yourself to only the things that you know. And the reason that you're doing that is totally natural. I just want you to know it's, oh, one, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not coming on here to condemn you. That's not, that's not at all the space that I'm in or the tone or, or the um, intention. I'm not, I'm not condemning you. I really want you to have grace for yourself because what's happening is your brain is just trying to protect you. So when we walk into areas of our life that are unknown or that are new, it automatically puts our brain in in protective mode because our brain is sensing what's happening as a risk. 
And again, and I've talked about this on many episodes, but if this is your first episode, your brain cannot tell the difference between you potentially trying and and taking on a new opportunity, a new job, stepping out and doing something that you've never done before. It can't tell the difference between that risk and you being on the edge of a cliff about to, about to step off of it. Then your brain neurologically cannot tell the difference. So, so it sends signals throughout your brain of anxiety and maybe sweaty pits and your head's getting, your hands are getting a little clammy and your breathing's a little bit like, um, what is it short? You, you got, you're taking short breaths and you're, you know, you feel like your chest is getting tight because your brain is sending the same signals of this is a risk. This is a risk. This is a risk. It's scary. It's scary. We need to back away from the ledge. So one, I want you to know that it's completely normal to feel that way. But two, I want you to know that since you know that that is where your brain is at, then you have to make a decision. So let's just say you walk into like a fork in the road in your life and you have the decision to take on this new thing that you're scared of, but could be absolutely incredible for you, has has the potential to take your life to so many different levels that you can't even see, think, or imagine. Then the other side of that road, you just stay the same, you stay comfortable, you stay what your brain is perceiving as safe and you, and, and it just is, and it's the same. You just decide to go through the motions. And, um, I've seen, I I've seen this a lot, but people call it like choosing your hard. So when you are in a position where you have, you know, when you are in a never have I ever position as in never have I ever started my own business, never have I ever decided to take care of my body physically, never have I ever been in a serious relationship, never have I ever been a leader at my job, you know, never have I ever put myself out there. What, whatever it is, there's three different phases that you will see along the road of never have I ever. And the first phase is making the decision. You have to make the choice to walk down the road. And honestly, friends, sometimes the hardest part of taking on new opportunities and doing something out of your comfort zone and, and leveling up in life, if that's the way that you want to put it, sometimes the hardest thing is just making the decision because again, we get so caught up and even my chest right now is getting tight. Just talking about taking on new things or stepping out of your comfort zone. The first part of the three phases is making the decision. You have to make the choice that you're going to do it. And if you make the choice, make the promise to yourself that you're going to stick to it, that you're going to see it through, that you're going to put your best foot forward every single day toward it. Because if you decide to put your best foot forward every single day, even if it's just a little bit and you build consistency on it, what's meant to happen will happen. It will be successful for you. And it might not be your definition of successful, but it will be exactly what it needs to be because you decided to be brave and bold and courageous and walk into a new phase of life. But again, sometimes the hardest part is making the decision because one, like I talked about earlier, we have fear of failure, which nothing, you never truly fail unless you just throw up your hands and quit. But sometimes, sometimes it's not the fear of failure that we're actually worried about or actually keeping us back and actually causing fear. Sometimes, It's the fear of judgment of our perceived failure. We are so concerned with what other people are thinking about us 
or what other people will think of us if we decide to take on this new opportunity or this this new career choice or or sometimes it is deciding to leave the 9 to 5 it's it's deciding to leave what you know is normal and what everybody else in your current world knows is normal and we get so worried about the judgment that's going to come from other people that we allow it to hold us back i cannot hear it enough so i can also not say it enough the thoughts and opinions of other people do not pay your bills and And most important, those other people do not have to lie down with you at night and be in your thoughts and decide whether or not you are at peace with yourself and you're proud of yourself and you're joyful. So I just want you to just sit in this moment. I just actually want to slow down for just a second in this moment and let you know that when you lay down at night or when you wake up in the morning and you journal, it's just you, baby girl, it's you and God and you have to start making decisions during your day that when you're in bed at night, yourself at night is proud of the decisions that you made during the day. You have to start making decisions that are going to make you your best self. And if you're a Christ follower, I know that sometimes that's really hard for you to hear because when you first hear that, you're like, well, wait, we're, you know, wait, we're supposed to be last so that we'll be first. And we're supposed to, uh, you know, we're supposed to serve others to the best of our ability. And we're supposed to, you know, go out of our way and this, that, and the other. Yes, absolutely. You are supposed to serve others, but let me tell you something. You cannot serve other people to the best of your ability. If you are not in your best space. So you allowing the thoughts and opinions of other people to affect you and make decisions for you is keeping you from your best self. And if your best self is not showing up in the world, then the world is not receiving what it deserves from you. And also, and also you are not receiving from the world what you deserve, because I wholeheartedly believe that when you step out into the world as your best self, your best, most authentic, most genuine self, the things change. Energy changes. Your life changes. And so what I'm telling you is if you are on the precipice of a huge decision or you're on the precipice of walking into an opportunity, or even if you're listening to this and you've been considering stepping into the opportunity that I have, I just want you to know that you never know what could be on the other side of that fence. And the moment that I said yes, two years ago in May of 2020 to do something scary and step out of my comfort zone and walk into an opportunity, my world changed. And the moment I made a decision to turn on this microphone and start recording a podcast back in December of 2021, when I finally turned on the microphone and started speaking, my world changed. I'm telling you right now, I leveled up in my life. My energy is not the same. And the same is true for you. When you decide to step out of your comfort zone and make the decision, you're at the fork in the road and you're choosing your heart and you're going to choose the road less traveled. You're, you're going to choose the unknown. You're going to walk into a space that you've never been before. Let me tell you something, honey, that is where the power is. That is where your world begins to shift. That, Christ followers, is where you glorify God because he's going to exalt you. When you are humble enough to not worry about the opinions of others and humble enough to faithfully trust that you should walk down the road that you've never been before, you will be exalted. Everybody that you are seeing that are your current role models, you know, whoever that is for you, 
I'm thinking about one of my role models and she's also one of my mentors. I love her with my whole heart. Her name's Kala. And I, I want the life that Kala has created. Now I want to build my own legacy. I want to build, I want to build a family legacy for myself in my own style, but I'm not going to lie when I tell you that I want the lifestyle that she has. And I want to be as powerful as she is because she carries in her world right now or in our world right now, her energy is more powerful than mine because she's been working hers out longer than I have. You know, I think about like, if you're at the gym, she's just put more reps in. So her energy is more powerful than mine. And that's okay. Cause I'm coming up right behind her and she's pouring into me. But the whole reason I even brought that up is because you got to understand that the people that you're looking at, that you want to become have also been beginners at one point in their life. They had to make a decision to just start at one point in her life. Kala had to decide that she was going to start. She was going to put her best foot forward every day and work her tail off and do what needed to be done and be fearless and be courageous and be brave and work through her thoughts and spend time with herself and let go of the opinions of others and be joyful at night when she goes to bed. So if you're looking at other people and you want what they have, but you're like, well, I've never done that before. So I don't think I'm going to be good at it. You got to remember that there was a point in their life where they had never done what they're doing before. Let's take, again, let's go back to the basketball players. There was a point in their life where they had never picked up a basketball and now they're crossing people up, hitting threes like it's nothing, dunking, whatever, playing incredible defense. They learned, they put their reps in, they worked out and got better and stronger and more powerful. And that's what it is for you. So the first part is making the decision. And, you know, we're talking about getting your reps in. The second part is the learning curve. So when you make the decision, you're just a beginner, then you step into the learning curve and you start trying and failing and experimenting and failing. And you try again and you implement and you fail and you implement and you fail. And then you go learn and then you implement again. And then you fail a little bit less that time. And then you learn again and then you implement again. And then you're a little bit successful, but it's not quite perfect. So you go learn again and then you implement. It's this implementation cycle. What do they call it? Uh, success implementation or implementation success, something like that. It's a, it's a learning curve. And the reason that we call it that is because it's actually the way that you, the neurons in your brain are um, working. And so you start out, you start out, you know, at the bottom, if you're on a graph, like you start out at the bottom and then you start climbing your way up the hill. And then there's a curve where you curve out and you just plateau because you've learned something. So you're in that learning curve and you're not quite plateaued. You're not quite to the top yet. And you're just learning and you're implementing. So you're in this learning curve space. You're actually in the curve where you're learning and there's tension. You can feel tension because you're learning new things and it's still hard. And you haven't quite mastered it yet. This is where you're a novice. And this is where you have to give yourself two things. You got to give yourself a shit ton of grace, a lot of grace. I say it all the time and I'm usually joking, but I'm serious when I say this, grace abounds in deepest waters. And when you are in the actual curve of the learning curve and you're learning, you're like right in the thick of it into the thick of it. You know what I mean? Like you're just in the thick of learning. You got to give yourself two things, grace, a ton, 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 ton of grace and time. You've got to give yourself time to be good at what you want to be good at. You can't rush through becoming a master at something. You've got to give yourself grace and time and recovery time, not just time to learn, not just time to implement, not just time to go learn again, time to recover, 
time to assess your emotions, time to assess, damn, how did that make me feel when I put my best foot forward and it didn't work out exactly how I thought it was going to work out? Or how did that make me feel? What thoughts went through my mind when I put my best foot forward and I, and I tried new things and it did work out. It actually worked out better than I thought it would. How did that make me feel? And did I celebrate myself? Did I pat myself on the back? And if I failed and it didn't work out the way that I wanted it to, did I pat myself on the back for trying and then give myself grace for trying? Grace abounds in deepest waters. And let me tell you something, the curve of a learning curve is deep waters. Me learning how to be a powerful saleswoman, me learning how to meet the needs of others, me learning how to connect with people online, me learning how to, how to turn on this microphone and, and, and speak in a way that is, that transmits to you and, and speak in a way that's powerful for you and speak in a way that where you can understand me. And I'm so sorry if you can hear my dog right now, my husband just got home. So she's very excited. She's not going to stop working. You got to give yourself grace. And I don't say this to discourage you. I actually say this to encourage you. If you are running, if you feel like you are working hard and you're putting your best foot forward and you keep running into a wall or you feel like you keep failing, I just want to encourage you and let you know that you are on the right path. Because the way that it works when you are becoming a master at something and you're becoming good at something, and let me tell you something, I am not a master saleswoman, not even close. I'm learning every single week. I'm deciding to learn and grow and get rid of nasty trash thoughts. I'm not a master podcaster, obviously. I'm learning. I'm learning how to speak better and use, and use better words and not have so many fillers and learn, learning ways to connect with you, my audience a little bit deeper and help you to you know, fully understand the thoughts that I want to get across. But I just want to encourage you in this. If you feel like you keep failing or you feel like, you just aren't moving at all, you're in the right space. You're right in the thick of that learning curve. You just need to give yourself time. And let me tell you something, honey, let me tell you something. Anything worth having and accomplishing is going to take time. Rome wasn't built in a day. I had one of my friends, she's actually my hairdresser and I'm and I was talking to her one day and, and again, like I was right in the thick of, of a beginning level of my business or just to be completely, you know, transparent, my numbers were pretty low and I, I wasn't where I wanted to be essentially. And she said, and she's a hairdresser and she has established her business for now seven or eight years, I think maybe even longer than that. And she said, Julia, Rome wasn't built in a day. She's very successful. And I'm so proud of her. She's incredibly successful. Tell her all the time. She doesn't charge enough for how talented she is, but we're working on it. Um, and she said, Rome wasn't built in a day. And she was like, you got to remember that you really just started this. I think this, we were having this conversation maybe like six months ago. She was like, you really just started this a year and a half ago. You got to give yourself time to get to where you want to be. And I want to speak that over you. If you are in that novice stage, you're in the learning curve. Rome wasn't built in a day and your business is not going to be built in a day or a year or two years or three or three years. It takes a lot of steady it takes a lot of steady consistency and building a strong, firm foundation to build a successful house, to build a successful legacy. So just remember that grace and time. And then once you get past that learning curve and you, and you plateau out, you even out, you become a master. You're an expert. 
but it all starts, it all starts with starting. It all starts with getting past this idea of never have I ever done this. So I'm not going to be good at it and choosing never have I never have I ever done this, but I'm going to choose to learn. Never have I ever been a saleswoman, but I'm going to pour into myself. I'm going to listen to other saleswomen. I'm going to listen to businesswomen. I'm going to pray. I'm going to be faithful. I'm going to put my foot forward every single day. I'm going to be consistent. Never have I ever started my own podcast, but I'm going to turn on my microphone every weekend and speak into the world and share with women what I've learned. Never have I ever been a leader. Let me tell you something, friend. I cannot say this enough. You only have to be a couple steps ahead of somebody in order to lead them. And in fact, it's a lot easier if you are only a couple steps ahead of somebody because then you're more relatable. And you will get to a point where you master whatever it is that you are scared to walk into. If you will walk into it and you will keep walking in it every single day, you'll keep trudging through the deep waters and give yourself grace and give yourself time. You will become a master, but you have to be a beginner first. My, my one of my close friends, her name's Logan. She says it all the time. You have to be bad before you're good and good before you're great. And it's the same thing in anything in life. And it's so crazy to me that we allow our brains to entertain this excuse or this idea of, and really it's an excuse. And I don't say that to be rude. And I don't say that to be insensitive. I say that to be truthful. Sometimes the truth is offensive. If you are allowing yourself to play small with the excuse of never have I ever, so I'm not going to be good at it. You are lying to yourself and you're holding yourself back from so much. And you also have to remember that there was a phase in your life where you had never done something that you're really good at now. Something as simple as driving a car. And you might be like me, you're not like the best driver in the world, but I'm certainly better than I was when I was 15, when I first got in the driver's seat. Something as simple as cooking a meal, learning how to put together a simple meal. There was certainly a time in your life where you had never cooked before and your mom or your dad, or your grandma or whoever, or you just self-taught, you decided to take that first step and start learning. And even in your job, think about the job that you're in right now. There was a time in your life where you didn't work there. And then you said yes to this job and you went into training and you gave yourself time. And now you're really good at your job. The same rings true with any new thing that you want to do. If you know there's an opportunity knocking at your door, and you are holding yourself back because you're, you're afraid that you're not going to be good at it. Let me tell you something. You're not going to be good at it at first. You're not, you're probably going to suck at first. You're going to be pretty bad and you're going to be bad for a little bit. And then you're going to give yourself some time. You're going to keep working at it and keep learning, keep implementing. And then you're going to get average. Then you'll be average for a little bit. You keep learning. You learn how to be better. You implement, you fail, keep trying. Then you're going to be good. Then you're in the good phase pretty good at it, but you keep on learning, keep putting your best foot forward. And then you become an expert. And all of a sudden you can do a lot of things non-consciously and then, or subconsciously, whatever way you want to put it, you don't even have to think about it. You're just good at it. So if you are finding yourself in a space where you're holding yourself back from the next opportunity, this is me telling you to let go of that excuse and walk forward, walk into the opportunities that are being given to you, because if you don't, they will pass you by. I can't guarantee that they're always going to be there for you to take advantage of, and neither can you. You're presented with an opportunity. You really get two choices. You get to choose to sit in fear, or you get to choose to sit in faith. 
and not only faith in God, let's say you're not a Christ follower, faith in yourself, faith in the process. Faith in knowing that if you walk forward, you're going to get good at it. Faith in knowing that if you walk forward, you're going to be bad and you'll fail. And then you're going to get good and you're still going to fail. And then you're going to be great. And you're still going to run into failure. There's still going to be things that don't go your way. But as long as you don't quit, you don't really truly fail. And I know that's like so cliche to say, but it's true. You only fail if you give up. So walk into the opportunity, walk in faith, walk in courage. Let go of this idea that just because you've never done it before, you can't be good at it. You can be good at anything that you set your mind to. You can be good at anything that you are willing to learn and grow and give time and grace to yourself for. You can be good at anything. But you entertaining these excuses of never have I ever is going to keep holding you back until you decide, you know what, just because I haven't before doesn't mean that I can't. I love you. I hope this episode moves you forward. I hope this episode gives you the power and the courage that you need to move forward. And also, I hope that this episode helped you just to hear practically why these thoughts are coming up and how to move past them and how to walk in your power. Because I'm telling you, friend, when you do something you've never done before and you step out of your comfort zone, that's when you level up in life. And that's when abundance starts coming your way. And there's a shift in your world. There's a shift in your energy and you, you walk even closer and more aligned with who you were ultimately created to be. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please do me a favor of leaving a comment, leave a rating and share it to your social media. I want to reach more women like you. I want to reach more women who are receiving opportunities and who are maybe holding themselves back because here's what I know. When women step out and be brave and boldly walk into the opportunities that they're given and walk into the woman they're supposed to be, our world becomes a better place. And so I want to reach powerful women who aren't stepping in their full power yet. I want to reach women who might still be playing small, but are ready to start playing big. I love you guys. And I'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.